This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. MJ, bring it down. We've got no time for intros. (laughs) Absolutely none. The biggest story of the off-season has just broken as we were walking into the studio. And the last big story of the decade. And we have no better man to break this bombshell for us than the one, the only, best newsbreaker in the business, Tommy Brown. How are you, Tommy? Good morning, Will. Good morning, MJ. Massive news with Alex Rance, the game's best defender, hanging out the boots with two years to run on a contract, probably worth close to a million dollars a year to pursue family, his education interests, also his uh, religious and spiritual interests, and just find a happier place in life. So it's a pretty massive decision by one of the game's biggest superstars, especially given where Richmond's placed and his contract. It's a massive bombshell story, which we've been on the break uh, through Triple M this morning. Now, Tommy... I this caught me completely off guard. Out of ten, caught the AFL world off guard. How much of a shock was this to you, or did you did you know something like this would have been on the cards? No, it was a shock because he he thought about this a few years ago. I think Damien Barrett at that stage broke the story, and um, and then he signed a long term, hugely lucrative deal. In fact, I think he's done two deals since then, and he was obviously rehabbing intensely. Like he's been running, doing laps at Richmond. Obviously, really uh, intent on getting back to hopefully winning another flag with the Tigers next year. He was obviously had the education interest, had the religious interest, had the family interest. We all know how smart and what a ripping bloke he is. Like we sort of knew that he had that balance going on in his life with his football, but he's decided now there's no room for football, which is just a it's a massive decision. He's one of the game's biggest names. I'm thinking back in history in terms of other players that have hung out their boots before in these types of circumstances. He's thirty, so he's had a good go at it. Yeah. Maybe he figures this is the, the best way to get out and who knows? I mean, Ali France is the sort of guy that he He's not motivated by money, but he's the sort of guy in nine or ten years' time he might re- be reading about having formed an educational empire worth you know tens of millions of dollars. He's he's a gun. He's he's a champion. Now, Tom, let's just take a step backwards. We'll get back to Alex in a second. Now, you broke this story outright this morning. <laughs> yeah, go, well, ignore Rance. Everyone knows. Let's good, talk good about player. you for a second, Tom. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Team <laughs> well, of the century, whatever. Because this is a this is a journalism podcast. Nine o two a.m. Alex Rance, Tigers superstar, will retire this morning. An exclusive with Seven News and Triple M's Hot Breakfast. Tom, that was you at nine o two. No one else in the footy world had reported this. It wasn't anywhere. No, how, no one had caught a whiff of it by nine o two. How tight was your at that stage, Tom, going balls uh, out on this. It's when chips you go in. Through like that, you always sort of half worry that you've misunderstood or like you know got a bit of wrong mail. But they were impeccable sources, and uh, there was sort of. I started investigating last night. There was some uh, the footy world was awash with some speculation. There'd be a big story today, so I sent out some bait. But I was with the magnificent uh, my wife Tara this morning. We were set to go down to the IGA and buy the uh, salmon and the turkey, which I was due to uh, get this morning. <laughs> And I've had to divert the trip to the IGA. I know I've got lunch with you, uh, MJ, but yeah. uh, had to divert that trip and uh, focus <laughs> on work. And she's very supportive. So oh, we've still is. got to buy the... Uh, we've got the family over tomorrow night, so I've got to do the shopping later on. Oh, beautiful. Wow. What, what is on the menu, on the uh, agenda you have to buy? It won't take too long to get down to the IGA, will it? We got the Coles delivery yesterday, the Coles Express delivery, which is a little bit of champagne, the Moom champagne on sale, and also the <laughs> sale items. And then Tara's backing up with the turkey cooking tonight. Yeah. where she's got one of her good friends coming over for a bit of wine while she cooks the turkey. Yeah, okay, and then okay. tomorrow night, what, what are we serving tomorrow night? Tur- tar- oh, salmon? She's oh, she's there. <laughs> she's here, yeah. <laughs> Vegetables, salmon, I think we've got the prawns for entree. <laughs> Magnificent. Yeah. Like Dad and uh, his wife coming over. She's a pretty discerning customer, uh, lovely Rhonda, so yeah. it's going to be a big night. Oh, good luck. So that's um, tomorrow night, is it? That's tomorrow night. Oh, it's a big day in the brown household, man. Massive yeah. day, yeah. We're getting, we're getting prepared. Yeah. 
So when you had these plans to go and buy the salmon and the turkey from the IGA yeah. and, and you had to tell Tara, oh, Alex Rance has retired. I need yeah. to I need to handle this. Was mm. her reaction, is she just used to that sort of thing by now? She's completely used to it. Like yep. it's a, yep. it's, I'd almost describe it as a worry wheel, but uh, <laughs> she's very used to it. I think to- Tom's, very supportive. Like, Tom's actually put Tara out on a few missions. <laughs> When I have before. Uh, when, when Bucks were getting re-signed, there might have been some issues around the Turak region of things just meeting with Eddie, which Eddie just shaking his head at. So it's a real worry. Tara, you're a Holden Centre. I'm outside Buck's house. We'll, we'll just tag team. We'll see who gets something. Uh, um, Tom, back to Alex Rads for a second. You said that he you're, he's on around an $800,000 contract. Is that right? Well, when he re-signed, I think it was, one or two years ago, he was certainly in the game's most, most sought-after defender. I think it'll be a deal close to a million, perhaps Jeez. with capacity to earn, maybe even a little nudge above that. So he's turned his back on at least a couple of million dollars. But for him, it's not really about money. It's more about sort of happiness and these outside interests. And he's such a smart guy. Obviously, mm. we had him on the hot breakfast, I think, a couple of, about eight weeks ago, didn't we? Or, yeah. eight, or 12 weeks ago. Mm. He's got so many interests outside football that he obviously feels that he wants to pursue those and, uh, and perhaps the footies at the expense of those a little bit at the moment. But then looking at it from a Richmond perspective, they're the premiership team and now they've got, your, you say, close to or up to a million dollars jump into the salary cap. That's not bad. Yeah, I've got to work through those issues today, Andrew, because the timing is slightly strange because most of the lists now have mm. been finalised for next year. Yeah. It'll obviously create a spot on Richmond's list. Yeah. But I'll ask Brendan Gale about that today in terms of what this means for the Tigers. I mean, they've now got a million dollars in their cap. <sighs> They'll be able to bring some payments forward on some of their other stars and shuffle money around. Hmm. But I mean, it's obviously a dent for their premiership hopes next year, but they're such a strong club and such a good club that A, they can win the premiership without him. They demonstrated that this year. And B, they're supportive of guys like Rand pursuing their interests. I mean, they're just such a great club run by Brendan Gale. And I always like to look for the, the next angle or where this is going to go, Tom. And it was pointed out in the office before by Rudy, uh, who works for the Triple M online team, that in Alex Rance's last full game, he got fully Mason Coxed. So did Mason Cox force Alex Rance's retirement, or is that jumping to conclusions? I think it's jumping to conclusions. Uh, poor Alex has had the knee injury. I think you're probably right. I think you're probably Mason right. Mason Cox. Imagine yeah. that. Mason's like claim to fame is like uh, putting Alex Rance out of the game. Like, do you reckon you can get Mason Coxed into the headline somewhere on Channel 7 today, Tommy? Well, I'm doing the morning news cross this morning, so do you reckon we could mention? I don't think, I don't think my friend Oh, my God. Well, it'd be good. Tom, the he, greatest he, of respect to Mason. He's a beauty. I don't think he's here's, here's a challenge <laughs> for you, because we're, we're going to be recording your, your cross now. Yeah. And if you can squeeze in a mention of Mason, Mason Cox. Cox. Or, or we'll do, how about just another code word? What's a code no, word? No, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell yeah. you what I'll do. On the news tonight, I'll use a highlight of that game from round one where you get Mason Beautiful. Cox. And I'll put on the seven news. Beautiful. I, I just love a grab it's relevant. saying. It's not, not, is, there, is there a code word we can get you to say? Um, <laughs> something, something that's not too far-fetched, but, just, but believable enough that uh, it's a shout-out to Will and MJ. <laughs> um, oh, that could be difficult. Christmas ham? That, uh, ham. If you mention, how about you mention uh, just the word turkey? Do you think <laughs> Alex Alex Rance will be enjoying a Christmas turkey now as a? As I think Mason <laughs> Cox is easier than turkey. Oh God! You don't, I'll, I'll try something. Okay, okay. you'll try. Something. <laughs> I'm happy with the highlight. Let, let us know. In, highlight. Let us know in advance, and I'd love to. I think it was a good compromise. Easy. Yeah. Okay. The highlights is a good. Compromise. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on at uh, short notice, Tommy, and congratulations again. That's the biggest story. I think you've got the Elf Brown Media Award or whatever it's called now wrapped up already, and it's not even the 2020 yet. No, you never get complacent. There's always there's stories around. You've got to find. See, well, while Sam McClure and Damien Barrett are on holidays, Tommy yeah. Brown goes harder.
Oh, when they're in the Maldives. Yeah, Tommy's at Punk Road. <laughs> Cheers, Tommy. Thanks so much and congratulations again. See you guys. Oh, how good's Tommy Brown? He was up and about this morning, wasn't he? As yep. you would be. That's ma- imagine tweeting that. Hit that his like putting that out that Alex Rance will retire so definitively. Yeah, is putting all the chips in. Like yeah. you get that wrong, he yeah, you oh. he like it, it's not career ending, but you'd lose so much credibility, so much credibility. So you can't for you the can't, rest of your yeah. career, you'd be dogged by. And oh, even, well, this is the guy who said Rance would retire. Yeah, I know. And even if your sources are impeccable and all that kind of stuff, yeah, geez, it would be nerve wracking. Even the most impeccable source has got to be wrong. Can sometimes once. be wrong, and sometimes they're right. The source can be right at the time. Yeah. And then what if Alex Rance changes his mind? Oh. And then, oh. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It would be, I'd be so stressed all the time. That is the ultimate chips in. It is. You've you've got. You've gone chips in on your whole career. You've got an ace and a king pair (laughs) and you've gone chips in. Oh. We've gone into it. This isn't a poker podcast. No, it isn't. Um, Now, I want Mm. you to call this podcast episode, Will and MJ, The Decade That Was. The Decade. (laughs) Okay. Beautiful. So that's your title, because I know you sometimes struggle with those. I do. Um, so, well, I think, I think I normally get to pretty good ones, but no, some, yeah, some yeah. are a bit weird. No, but sometimes it takes a bit of thinking. The other yeah. one was Nutbush. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind that one. That was an astonishing find, that the Nutbush is an Australian thing. Isn't adventure. an Australian thing. I'm I, still amazed by I, that. I, yeah, I, if that's not on your list of best stories of the decade, are we, are we focusing on footy stories? It's mainly footy, mm. and the Nutbush didn't sneak in. It might make the top 100. <laughs> it's... Yeah, not footy related. So you, you're going to list the, what is it, the most unusual story from each club over the decade? Yeah. So this list has been compiled on the AFL subreddit. Shout out to that wonderful subreddit. Okay. Very good operators mm. in there. Uh, and so I'm just going to pick some of my favorites because I think... Are we going to go through each club or how do you want to do it? Yeah, each club. Uh, some clubs have more than others. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go through every single one, but there's a few. Mm. Um, and, and what's, what's the definition of like the weirdest story or most bizarre story or yeah, funniest story? For example, Alex Rance retiring. That's not on here. No. Um, I don't know. The, the serious one, I don't, I don't care about, uh, injuries or retirements or no, it's the more comebacks. I don't. The I, unique stories. I want unique. Okay. I want angles. I want, uh, embarrassing. I want funny. Yep. I Perfect. want strange. Okay. So we start with Adelaide. What do I call the podcast again? The decade that was. Okay, thanks. Um, so we'll go back to 2017 for Adelaide, and there's a few we could pick. There's the the power stance, <laughs> the power you stance from the 2017 finals. That, <laughs> yeah, what did that stem from? Uh, I think it, w- it was sort of like almost Ronaldo after he scores a goal, wasn't it? I because I think I have a feeling it might have been part of their collective minds training. I was about to say, which that- is its own. Funny story in itself. We'll get to that in a second. But I, I think out of collective minds, mm. I could be wrong, but the pe- they they learnt this thing where if you stand with your arms mm. outstretched like a predator in the jungle, yeah, you look bigger and more intimidating. Like a peacock. Yeah, getting like your feathers a peacock. Out. And so on grand final day against Richmond, Adelaide, Adelaide's side by side. Yeah. Anthem thing went about 10 metres longer than Richmond's because they were all standing Doing with the their power arms out. And it's great when it works. Oh, and every game before that, they won. But right up until the point that it doesn't work is now when we, it becomes a bit of a worry. We look back and laugh, don't we? we? Do. And that was right when Collective Minds jumped the shark, I think. And then, yeah, about a month later, Collective Minds went on a, effectively tortured the Adelaide playing <laughs> They group. went on a bus trip with an unnamed comedian. No one's ever got to the bottom of who this comedian, comedian? was. Adelaide said that there was some kind of comedian on this bus, oh, and no. no one's ever been able to find out who this comedian was. Wow. It may not have been a whole truth from Adelaide that it was a comedian. Yeah. Because they, they were tr- the whole time this was going on in the collective minds, Adelaide were trying to shut it down. Yeah. 
until it just ruined every, the whole. <laughs> it ruined on field. It was ruining off field. They were the best team in the AFL in 2017. And crashed and burned after a bus ride where they played the <laughs> Richmond theme song. Don Pike has since been mm. sacked. He's been sacked. Which was also broken on the Will and MJ podcast by Tom Brown. I didn't oh, mention that. Well, Remember that? It's been I mean, a big decade for us. It has. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> So that was Adelaide. Adelaide, well, you're not going to beat that. No, no. It, you can you can group that all into the collective minds. The only bracket. other one, oh, no. the other thing with collective minds is there was a rumor going around. Yeah, that was hinted towards in mainstream media, but it may not have been true. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not saying it was, but apparently they might have cupped each other's genitals at some points on that trip. Cupped mm. by choice, or was that part of that the, was part of the collective part of the program? Minds. Mm. Okay, mm. interesting. Part of the program. Uh, Brisbane. It's pretty simple. It's just got to be for Vola because it sneaks now, in what, 2010. Does that sneak in, does it? Yeah. They he yeah. play. Oh, it might technically be 2009, but mm. the, the Favola year yeah. was 2010. And that was just what a train wreck. <laughs> Mind you, having worked with Fev upstairs, mm. he often tells me, mate, I played 18 games and kicked 54 goals. That's, that's a bloody good actually, year. That's not a bad year. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad year. Well, he was like 28. Yeah. He was in the prime primed, time. Yeah. Him, we were top of the ladder. We were premiership favourites after round four and just in had 2010. Some off-field issues. We beat Collingwood that year. Because speaking of chips in, Vossi's just gone all chips in on that year. Yeah. And so sometimes yeah, it just doesn't work. Vossi was playing super coach in the off-season of 2009-2010. Yeah, I'll take that person. I'll take that person. It was actually pretty nuts to be part. It's like if there was an AFL video game mm. and he was just recruiting... Yeah, Brent Staker. Why not? <laughs> so, <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Like he, he was moneyballing without actually knowing how moneyball <laughs> works, I think. He's <laughs> playing moneyball with actually, Monopoly When did moneyball money. come out? Um, well, it was based on the 2003 uh, Oakland A's. Oh, it came out in 2011. Right. So he just missed. He just, <laughs> I was imagine if that came out. If he'd actually seen Moneyball and get, you know what? <laughs> it's seriously. It was. It was Moneyball mm. with players that weren't that, worth their money. No, <laughs> he did. The, he did the opposite of money. Eamon Buchanan. <laughs> yeah, instead of getting value, he was going the opposite direction. Oh, Xavier Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. <laughs> Carlton. Now the the Reddit list. Jeez. Um, they've gone. Uh, well, they're, they've one of their biggest stories the last decade. They've had many, yeah. But Stephen Silvani being put on the outer yeah, as a legend of the club with two sons there recruited his sons is, and, and, and then Carlton coming out and saying that because his sons are there it makes his position untenable. I mean, that's yeah. Like, couldn't someone have mentioned that before? before I recruited yeah, my sons. Yeah. That, that, like to me, that is a big a big Carlton story and well, sums up where Carlton are. At. Well, Reddit, yeah, exactly. Reddit have gone with that option and they've just put Carlton and then. Their, their reasoning is just Carlton 2010 to 2019. Yeah, yeah. Not much has gone right. I don't know if you can narrow anything down. Uh, they, they had that campaign. Um, they know we're coming. They know we're coming. Was that <laughs> I in think the, that was around yeah, 2011. I remember that, yeah. Um, and they never came. They never came. Uh, yeah, there's just not... I don't know if there's anything particularly funny. Daisy about. Thomas going to a charity event and having a few too many reds. That's that, We'll make it that. Stuff like that. That, that wins for us. <laughs> Daisy Thomas got pissed. Maybe just the recruiting of Daisy Thomas. Mind you, his last season. Yeah, or Mick Malthouse. Getting Mick Malthouse from Collingwood's oh, quite amusing. Getting Mick. Yeah. 
And then that's that, why that's why Carlton's too hard. And that fight, yeah, they've just got. <laughs> and that, it, it's and all, it's not that like it's, it's sad, and it's definitely not funny for Carlton supporters. <laughs> so I feel bad it's laughing. Depressing. At it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it gives it you, just, can we get to the next? Gives one? you the blues, yeah. so if you will. Oh, God. Uh, Collingwood. Oh. Now I like the amount oh. that we have here. They haven't even included. Like as a Collingwood supporter, these are the ones that stick in my mind the most. They haven't even included um, Jeremy Howe. Remember when he didn't he break his thumb with a frisbee? Oh, he broke it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. so that's not in here. Yeah, they have included um, Jordan to go his hand injury caused him, by his dog. The amount of lying that has gone on at Collingwood. A lot of lying. Um, fill in, snuck in. Fill in. Twenty nineteen, yep. of course. That it, was Braden um, Sly. <laughs> That's pretty good. Play, playing for his local basketball team. This was a the... good year. And then we had uh, Stevenson with his betting scandal. Wow, that didn't even make it. You had Sam Murray with the cocaine. Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, that, that, was, that didn't even make this list. No. Um, they've got Josh Thomas and Lockie Keefe with the uh, the steak, the dodgy steak. Yes. The Clembuterol steak. Oh, the Clembuterol, yeah, yeah. Yep. In New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, Another then, lie. Then they've got the uh, succession plan. Does Heater and Didac slip in, or was that pre-2010? I reckon that was pre. That, it must have been. I reckon that was, too, yeah, because we won the premiership in 2010. That must yeah. have been 2009. So. Uh, replacing Mick Malthouse with Fig Jam in yep. 2011, <laughs> of course, the nickname for Nathan Buckley. Yep. Um, and blowing a five-goal lead in the 2018 Grand Final. Oh. All very funny. Why would you? All good gear. Essendon. Um, it's just. Oh. It's just, the, oh, just oh. <laughs> How's the rap sheet on Essendon? We'll just stick with the 23rd. <laughs> just Mind what? you, not winning a final in this whole in decade, this whole decade is pretty funny. Yeah. Extending you, unless you're an Essendon years. supporter. Um, I was, they've, they've had some other unusual things happen, though, down at the Bombers, haven't they? Uh, Non-drug saga related? Or? I'm struggling no, with that. It, it is all supplements. It, it'd all be involved in it. Like, mm. It's all dank related. It's all, like even Joe Watson winning a brown yeah, getting it taken. Like, yeah, it's, all, it's, it's all... Free, fully dank. Fremantle. There isn't a whole lot of good stuff here. It's just uh, minor premiers in 2015, and then they finished 16th in 2016. It's a big drop-off. It's just a fall from grace. So every club does that. The only one that jumped to my mind was, remember, Connor Blakey, I think his name yeah. was, who was at training, then told the coach, oh, I'm not feeling too well, I better head off. Yeah. And then just went surfing with oh, mates. Oh, and he went surfing and Fife dobbed on him. Yeah, he did, and he got dobbed on. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, is it, so this is why this is this year, the year that was, it's yeah. good because it, it refreshes you on some of the stories that I'd forgotten about. The decade that was, yeah. The decade that was. Yeah, so he, I, he was named uh, in the side, I've got the article up now from the West Australian, went home ill, then travelled to Bunbury and yelling up to go surfing. How, and he was named in the senior side? Or yeah, he? yeah. They were due to play St Kilda that week. What week of the year was it? Uh, the date was June 30. So, mid, so it was mid-season. Mid-season. It mid-season. wasn't even like, it no. wasn't a dead rubber. But when the waves are pumping, Will. Oh, mate. If it, you if don't want to be at training. If you, up at, uh, where was it? Yeah, yeah, Yamba? <laughs> Yally. Imagine. <laughs> Yamba. Waves are yelling, pumping at Yamba. Yelling Yap or yelling Bunbury. Yap. A bit risky in WA to go surfing as well. Yeah, shark territory. Shark territory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. G- GWS. Um, oh, Harbouring Lockie Whitfield. <laughs> Yeah. In an Craig, attic or something. Craig, <laughs> I, I can't remember the exact details. It was in Craig, Craig Lambert's basement, I think. It is, yeah. And they were all involved. And there was, at, that's a big we'll story. Just, we'll just get you out of this drug but test, I, mate. We don't, I said, yeah, you don't yeah, oh, you had a few, yeah, a couple of pingers, did you? Yeah, yeah, couple, okay, we'll, you'll be yeah, right. You'll be right. You'll um, be fine. Yeah, it's got to be that. It yeah. didn't make this list. Mm. They've got um, the lowest ever grand final score since 1960. Mm. They that, that was pretty embarrassing. First grand final to lose. Second biggest margin yeah, exa- of all time. Yeah, yeah, After, yeah. That's true. Um, but that's too recent. Uh, it's, I don't I like, like the on-field stuff, though, yeah, in this neither. segment. The, 
Are we forgetting they recruited Israel Folau in this decade? Oh, that's, that's a... Like, even Carmichael Hunt had a highlight. He kicked a goal after the siren. Yeah. Easy for Lau. Easy for Lau. They'd I mean, probably be glad that he wasn't still on the list after some of true. his views lately. He, pro- he probably would have broken their uh, terms and conditions as well. The social media policy. Um, Geelong, they've gone boring as or he well. Or they could have just hidden him in Craig Lambert's basement. Yeah. <laughs> he might still be there. <laughs> and still be playing. Um, mm. Geelong's are quite dull, so I've got my own one. Okay. Um, do you remember when Harry Taylor played a game of football with a oh, piece of ham in, ham his, in his sock? sock. And then yeah. he uh, took it out. We discussed it at length on the show. Did. <laughs> a sweaty piece of ham. In his sock all game. And he gave Josh Jenkins a ham shake. At the end of the game. At the end of the game. Which is com- and we st- <laughs> a commitment to an that, unusual pun. That needs a deep that dive. That needs an in- right, investigation. So, Can you mark that down? Yep. I'm that just, people have skipped that over. Just jotting that down. Yep. Okay, so we're going to do a series next year. I'm just going to say it publicly okay. so that uh, we are committed to it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do deep dives on some <laughs> weird AFL stories because we've got a good one for Richmond coming up. We do. We're, yeah, yeah. All of these. The work almost, is in process. Yeah. All of these could. Uh, so as well as reflecting on the decade that's been, this is a bit of a brainstorm for us. It is. Handshake <laughs> <laughs> is a very it's a live recorded. It's a very good idea. I don't know if enough people know about the handshake. No, we'll no be, they don't. Be fine. I reckon it's just uh, AFL deep dives with a Will and MJ. Because it was commitment to a joke. Yeah. I, I don't really know what the joke was. But to was. bring that to bring that kind of dis- distraction into a game. To, and to play a game of football with a with piece of ham, ham in your sock. <laughs> it's like, it would have felt disgusting. Swear, imagine putting stinky and... Even oh. at, like halfway through the first quarter, yeah. it's like, no, nah, this isn't worth yeah. it. Yeah. Like when I pull a ham out of the fridge... And like you pull it out of the, you know, when you have a big leg of lamb and rubbery. it's rubbery it's, it's and sort gross. of weird and you sort of cut the bits it's off. wet. And that's been in the place it needs to be, let alone yeah. if you have ham in your sock. Oh, I'd imagine receiving it in your yeah. hand. We're not going to beat that for Geelong. No. Unless, well, there was the debacle last week where they got their fixtures all wrong and sent out to yeah. members, you know, fixture gate. <laughs> I don't think it's quite at the same echelon no. as these others. No. Uh, Gold Coast have just mm. gone their entire existence. That which everything, is, nothing's going right. Uh, oh. God, how many players have they recruited? Campbell Brown punching a teammate. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Campbell Brown punched his team's captain. In Los was, Angeles. Was it Stephen May? Yeah. I yeah. Think so. In that Los was, Angeles. That was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about, um, was there a time? Oh, I think I'm making it up. Yeah. It wasn't their fault, but um, yeah. Michael Riscatelli got retired at the Brownlow. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. They right. put him in the in memoriam section when he <laughs> was like, still. It's like, I just had a knee injury. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> playing, baby. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, that's, that's he, quite good. He didn't tally anyone he retired. Don't cut that pause out. That's needed. Um, Hawthorne. Yeah. They've got the O'Meara trade. Mm. What's wrong with the O'Meara trade? Played some decent footy. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And he's looking buff, O'Meara. Oh, yeah. I saw, um, I think it was Michael. Uh, but it has been Hawthorne's decade. It's hard, yeah. Not much has gone wrong gone, down they've, there. They've gone They've they've gone out in straight sets twice in three years. That's mm. not really like, jeez, teams lose finals. Yeah, but that's, again, that's game related. I like the off-field stuff. I, I agree. <laughs> game related Jeff, is boring. Yeah, Jeff Ge- Kennett returning. Um, Pretty funny. But it's not a story we've forgotten about. Is no. there anything niche about Hawthorne? Because what what I think would be funny mm. is if the I don't reckon Clarkson and Kennett get along. But sure. the, but you can't prove that, and it's just no. a, it's just a feeling. <laughs> so I would like a falling out between those two, but that's probably going to go into next decades. Yeah. Um, if there is a falling out between those two, by the way, we'll go back and find this clip. Yeah. Okay. Great. But that's next decades, not this decade. 
Okay, we've come back from a brief pause there because mm. we really couldn't think of anything about Hawthorne. Hawthorne have got through the decade unscathed off it, the field. It's been their year, their decade. Their decade. I mean, it's just been really impressive. I, I'm really struggling. I'm still going through their Wikipedia. and I've, I've got one. I thought of one thing. You go. Their continual insistence on just wearing shit house jumpers. Yeah, that. Remember that uh, the Power Ranger, Power Ranger jumper. one. They had that army one. Yeah, they had a, a pink one, which I think it was, was a, a for charity, but it was an yeah. assault on the eyeballs. They've worn it a few times. It's, it's pink and brown. Yeah, and it's just. I know it's for charity, but surely you can express charity in another you way just without hurting my eyes. No, but then it's awareness, and if it's hurting your eyes, you've been made aware. My one, which isn't really even them, mm. is um, Brian Lake being arrested in Tokyo. For, which, <laughs> he, was, he was well off the list but by he then. was still and, a Hawthorne still representative. Funny. Yeah, okay. Mind you, at that point, he was probably more of a survivor so representative than Hawthorne. probably was. So that, that goes to show, if that's how far down the barrel we're scraping. To get to Hawthorne. Well done, Hawthorne. They've done pretty I'm, well. I'm, Unbelievable. Speaking of speaking of teams who have had an unbelievable ten years, Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you start with Melbourne? Now we're trying to avoid on field on field, but but with Melbourne, it's just their first three have to be mentioned. Yeah. So we've got missing the 2017 final series by the smallest margin of all time, point four eight percent. Funny. And remember, do you, would you watch that game? Was, I think it was West Coast Adelaide. Yeah, we had the ga- the ticker down the bottom. Yeah, I think we were working West Coast. That night, were, then, yeah, oh, is that right? They had Ad- a score down the bottom of the screen. And you, oh, I was on the Live Ladder website, which is just like this homemade oh, website. Okay, yeah, it kept crashing. It was the oh. most traffic it had ever gotten in its life because yeah. it was. Oh, it was within it was, a kick, wasn't it? It was riveting, and then yeah. Fox started catching on, and they were putting up the Live Ladder. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Very good. Poor Melbourne. Um, um, I think then re- the very next year. Yeah, we, we've got recency bias a bit. I know, but can I just put in? Oh, you, you go first. Yeah. So then the next year, after missing the 2017 finals, mm. they made the 2018 finals mm. and made their first prelim in 18 years, only to not kick a goal in the first half. <laughs> Poor Melbourne. Uh, and that's not even we haven't even mentioned in 2011 losing by 186 points. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we were awarding medals here, I th- that'd be yeah. the gold medal, I think, for the worst 10 years. Absolutely. In and terms of just ridiculous stories. Gone through I, a lot of coaches. And as I said, recency bias, but Stephen May having a beer and, rocking, and rocking up fat. That's where I was going to get to. They've <laughs> mentioned their 2019 preseason, yeah. which is basically Stephen May having a pint. How about ruining every draft pick they've ever had? <laughs> That's, did, who, what did they do? Cal Morton they recruited. I think he was picked three or four. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, sorry, Steve, Melbourne support. Stephen May's now appeared twice in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Squeeze him in one more time. Yeah. Um, North Melbourne. Jeez, North is a tough one as well because they're not the most relevant club. They haven't. They're not really in front of the on the back of newspapers often. No. Probably, probably the funniest thing that's happened to North in the last decade is just not being able to recruit anyone they go after. Honestly, that was the first thing I thought of too. Their war the, chest. Their war chest, which yeah. was never opened. They've offered the war chest to anyone. To Goey, <laughs> Martin, uh, Gaff. I think Heaney was offered he, the yeah. war chest. Josh Kelly from the Giants was offered yeah. the war chest. I think Hannabury might have been. Every, everyone who was up for grabs at some stage was offered the war chest. This poisoned war chest. And just no one could bring themselves to go to Arden Street. And that yeah, and that's all taken place within the decade. It's yeah. probably been about a 10-year effort. Yeah. They played a few prelims in that time. And they got smashed in a lot of yeah. them. They yeah. probably had the best coach exit of all time. Who? It was a real conscious uncoupling. Brad Scott. Yeah. Yeah. They, he left without much fanfare. and I actually, yeah, I, 
as I was going through Google just then, I was like, oh, yeah, no, Brad Scott isn't coaching. <laughs> Reshaw's there. Reshaw. They've got, I like this, the way they've gone this year. How? While other clubs are going for experience, they're, they're just going for you. Yeah. Just having fun. They had the cricket up on the scoreboard at training. Yeah. Just, you know, it's good fun down there at Arden Street. I'm not sure if we'll win them any games, but we'll at least on. everyone's having a good time. Jeez, they're irrelevant. Port Adelaide. Um, singing in excess before games is pretty funny. Oh, yeah. They introduced that in the last 10 years. Koshy's involvement is funny. Koshy is a funny character. Mm. Um, and I've never got the feeling he really knows much about football. No, no, he's he's... He's a nuffy. Is he? Yeah, and no, I'll back Koshy there. Uh, it's got to, It's just got to be the Tarps, if you remember. Is that the last 10 the, years, is it? In the Primus days, yeah, <laughs> at, from 2011 and 12. At Football Park? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, got to be the Tarps. Can I'm, you run through the Tarps story I'm sure for those who don't remember? The tarps, but they, out at Amy Stadium, a blustery mm. football park, they often struggled for crowds, particularly when they were the worst team in the comp. Mm. Um, of course, they were the first team to lose to both the Suns and the Giants. Mm-hmm. And they were the very first club that the Suns beat. Um, oh, really? Okay. Justin Westhoff missed after the siren. Mm. And that was the game that famously the YouTube video uh, was born out of the Port Adelaide losing to nobody. Losing <laughs> versus to the, the bye. The bye. Sorry, Port Adelaide lost to the bye. And if you haven't seen that, YouTube, oh, Port Adelaide versus the bye. Probably my favorite piece of AFL content. I don't know who cut it together. It's it, very well done. It's genius. <laughs> Um, and so they would put these giant tarps mm. across entire bays and they were often sponsored. <laughs> sponsored tarps. So they were, they were making money from the seats that weren't otherwise being filled. And they were really good seats too, because they, yeah. they had the, they were part of the mm. And it wasn't a few sort of ones up the back, like at the Gabba. It was the front and center <laughs> It was seats. real, real front and center. Yeah. And yeah. these tarps were big and... Eventually, when they moved back to Adelaide Oval, they um, got to get rid of the tarps. And they've, they've got it right now. And then they bought it in excess. And yeah. you, can have, you can think what you want to think about that. No, I, I don't mind the in excess. Mm. I'm going to give really? them a pass on that. So the tarps for Port Adelaide. Mm. Um, Richmond's is really easy. So you've got... Because um, they had a really bad decade until 2017. They um, Yeah, they did. They won those nine consecutive games to make the finals in 2014. Yeah. And then Only to get smashed. Trent Cochin won the toss and kicked into the wind. Yeah. At um, Adelaide Oval. Was it? Yeah. Um, they, they finished ninth a lot. They got Mason Coxed. They did. Out of a prelim. <laughs> out of a prelim. Which we've already, re- uh, mm-hmm. already referenced. Uh, Basha Hooley getting a tribunal character reference from Malcolm Turnbull. That was pretty oh, funny. Oh, that was funny, yeah. But yeah. The, the best ever is for a team who has a reputation of finishing ninth. Mm-hmm. And have finished ninth the most in history, I believe, yeah. from about 1970 onwards. Mm-hmm. They came, uh, I believe, seventh Yep, in the year of 2013. Essendon were knocked out. Yep. Carlton finished ninth, yep. <laughs> made the finals, and beat them in the 2013 elimination final. Well, to to not come ninth and then lose to a team, lose that, to a team that came, came ninth, ninth in the finals. In the finals, which oh. traditionally is only the top eight teams. You just yeah, could not script that well. You could not script it. Was it was just genius. The, mm. the writers of that season, they really <laughs> just, found they, a way. They just really <laughs> if it was scripted, just a tip of the cap to Gil McLaughlin. They did unbelievably well. Unbelievably well. Um, but well done, Richmond. Mm-hmm. And Kilda, gee, they finished well. Yeah. They've, they've had the most split decade. They've, yeah, they've had a wet sale this decade. Yep. 
Uh, St Kilda, you've got the schoolgirl, Ricky Nixon. Oh, that's all pretty funny. Oh, that is. Um, you've jo- got Joe Montana sitting fire to, d- you've to got a dwarf. The, dwarf. the yep. dwarf's all in there. Yeah. Um, losing two finals by under a kick, grand finals yeah. by under a kick. Like now, St Kilda and North probably have similar membership. Yeah. Tallies, I'd yeah, imagine, probably. without looking that up. I'm just, I'm going out there. But St Kilda hit above their weight in terms of unusual stories. Oh yeah, <laughs> they 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 really work hard it's on like the they, unusual front. It's like they target it. Mm, they do the the schoolgirl and the dwarf. The, no, nothing will top the dwarf. That needs a deep dive. The and dwarf. the dwarf. The dwarf. Yeah. We just we, we might have access to because I, I feel like I, I feel like I know a lot about the dwarf, but it's only from chatting to people like Joey. Yeah, that's, do, that's do you think Lee if, Montagna for all yeah. the listeners? Do you think anyone's willing to go on record around the dwarf? Probably not. Mm. But that's where we've got to deep dive. That's where we've got to be journalists. You've got to get be journalists and get right in there. Yeah. Because these are all the Sink issues that people think have gone into the past. Yeah. But they're still at the forefront of my mind. Okay. So that's, I mean, to pull out a lighter and epi- see a dwarf and go, episode hang on, three, I've got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> episode three, this and kill the dwarf fire. Do you reckon Netflix we, would buy this? Yeah. yeah. If, we, if we could get an interview with the dwarf. Yeah. We'll need that. Yeah. Because he would, he'd know the truth. Yeah. He could point the finger. <laughs> Bring a at stool maybe, in. At the end of the episode, we just say, look, we can't name who it was. <laughs> would that be underwhelming? I think the dwarf, a silhouette of the dwarf. Yeah. Like, unnamed. Or do we just say, look, it was Clint Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't him. I just, it's the first player I thought of. Joey's we, admitted it though, hasn't Clint, he? To himself doing it? Yeah. Has he? Yeah. On the record? Yeah. I don't I know if so. we should, we should might need to redact this whole segment. <laughs> this is this is why it needs a deep dive yep. to clarify exactly what happened on that Mad Monday. Um, Sydney's boring. They've gone um, signing Buddy on a nine-year, 11-mil contract and not winning. that's turned out pretty well. I think they'd do that again. They got to a grand final of publicity. They've gotten to two with, that, with that's him. That's fine. I think a lot of... they. A lot of the coverage that Melbourne team get, they just don't get up there in Sydney. So you don't get yeah. that done. Uh, who broke their leg jumping over a post? That's that's the winner, Dane Rampey. He he yeah. uh, jumped over a chain link fence and and broke his it's leg. Still and not that the whole year. Yeah, not that funny. Seriously, though. they're they're just they're quite. They're like the if they had to, if they were like personified, it would just be like Luke Parker. They're just. Yeah, they're just lying and talented. Length, aren't they? Tal- yeah, do their job, get the job done, don't cause any trouble. Yeah. If you can think of anything for Sydney, but yeah, they've had boring club. Yeah, real, real boring. boring. Real boring. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what it is. What? I've thought of one. Yeah. Their, I think it was their president. Yeah. Pr- Andrew Pridham. Yeah. He bought a fake Brett Whiteley painting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> for millions and millions that's, of dollars. That's a really good one. And then yeah. it got exposed on air. And then got air. exposed on air. Yeah. What heck, you tell that story. Oh, I don't know the full story, but he, over in New York, he's big into art. Paid millions and millions of dollars for an artist, Brett Whiteley, I think his name is, a painting by him, Yeah, which are all worth millions and millions of dollars. But it turns out if Brett Whiteley doesn't paint it, it's not worth millions and millions of dollars. So of course. He, so he was caught up in some kind of scam. Oh, no, it was... And this was addressed by Nathan Brown on Triple M Footy at one stage. He's just going, you bought a fake painting, didn't you? Yeah. And it wasn't it was a laughing not, matter. No, it was not a laughing matter. <laughs> I might be able to find that. Hang on. Let's take a break, Will, and I'll could, get the audio. Could be a deep dive. Mm. I found it, Will. Yep. That's here. Because I'm reading an Australian article about it. So this is Nathan Brown expo- <laughs> just bringing up the fake painting. Because apparently in the in the pre-show meeting, yeah. 
the the team that was on that day, I think it was Juddy and uh, Luke Darcy, yeah. have said to Brownie, whatever you do, don't ask about the painting. It was probably the first time he'd heard of it yeah. in the pre-show meeting, Nathan Brown. Yeah, so he's gone. <laughs> so he's there just... might have just been a gap in the conversation. Yeah. And apparently he was told not to ask it. But anyway, <laughs> he went with this. Very good mate of mine, and uh, Darcy went to Madison Square Garden in New York not that long ago, paid $1,000 for some Bruce Springsteen tickets, got to the front of the gate and was turned away. said, sorry, sir, that was a fake. You had a, a similar issue with a Brett Whiteley painting. <laughs> Different scale, Brownie. Different yeah, scale yeah, of $1,000, yeah. uh, and it ended up in court. <laughs> this yeah. is why we struggle taking him out to yeah. dinner, Andrew, for these very reasons. We're trying. He's socially <laughs> awkward. This is the first and last interview with Andrew Brittany. <laughs> oh, and it probably is. Yep. <laughs> Brownie, it wasn't funny, mate. No. No, it was very funny. It was good. Well done, Brownie. Okay. Uh, uh, well done, who's, have we got any more clubs to go? Well done to yeah, two more. Well done to you for thinking of a swan story. Mm. Uh, it had nothing to do with the club. No. Um, West Coast, we've got two, and recency bias again. I think we're forgetting like the early 2010s, like the 2012 era. Oh, we've, lot, had a, we've had a few from there, but for West Coast... A, a lot of their stories have been fairly serious. Yeah. Uh, With all the, the drug use early on that in was the all, 2010s. That was the 2000, and, 2000s. More 2000s, was it? Yeah. Uh, although, Willy Rioli's um, Gatorade urine was this year, so... Yeah. Again, no, and not funny. Serious. Unusual. Unusual. Mm. Unusual. You know, replacing your urine with the sports yeah. drink. And the fact his name's Willie. Yeah. Like, it's got a few, like, it ticks there's, a few there's, boxes. There's but layers to it. Yeah, yeah I, I do agree. feel sorry for him. Yeah, and now he can't play again over mm. over what would have been a slap on the wrist. Mm. But because, do, do you reckon he replaced his urine with yellow Gatorade at the very least? You would have, yeah, you'd, you'd hope. Have to, yeah, you'd hope. <laughs> You'd hope. You wouldn't want to go to the watermelon was, or the, yeah, the blue one. If it was Mountain Crush, mm. which is blue. Yeah. No chance. <laughs> It'd be fairly obvious. Um, and there was also Andrew Gaff's tribunal defense that, um, you know, his hand slipped when he oh, yeah. when he punched Andy Butcher mm-hmm. on the face. I actually stand by Gaff. I think he didn't. What? Mean, he didn't mean to punch him in the face. He should have got, got what he got. Yeah. But I'm saying it wasn't his intention to, to completely punch his deck kid's him, teeth out. No, nah. I think he wanted to get him in, you know, in the sternum. Yeah, but whatever his intention was, it happened. It doesn't matter. You threw yeah. a fist and you hit someone in the face. Yeah, bad luck. Move on. Mm. He lost a, he lost his premiership rubber. Mm. Um, and the Bulldogs is quite easy. It's just Jake's. <laughs> that's what they've written. Here. We're going to go with that. Is that? Um, maybe beep that. I think yeah. Um, can you think of a better one for the Bulldogs? Not after you've said that. It's very distracting. Recruiting uh, Acker was funny. That was funny recruiting. Or was that a 20? No, that was... You know, that was, was that a Northeast one? 2007, I reckon. Oh, was it? okay. Um, recruiting Barry Hall was funny. And then yeah. um, losing your, your captain to the Giants. Oh, yeah. Like, who loses their captain? Yeah. Ryan Griffin. Um but in a decade where they've won a premiership and you've only won two in your history, that decade you're going to remember it fondly, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's it's positive for the Bulldogs or rather negative. Yeah, there, there's been a couple of off-field discretions, but um, nothing major. And the only one I could think of, mm. which really doesn't have much to do with the club, it's more Brian Lake areas. Mm. Brian Lake, a former Bulldogs oh, player. Yeah. As well. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but mine is the Rocket Tapes. I don't oh, know. <laughs> the Rocket Tapes. <laughs> Which, of course, was during his senior coaching uh, 
period as do you have the rocket tapes on the system? <laughs> MJ's just quickly having a <laughs> Is it in the system? I thought it was should have been deleted Actually, from the system. No, we played it to Rocket. Oh really? On the Sunday rub, yeah. Okay. Well it looks like it's here. Okay, here we go. You will no, you <laughs> Right, okay. No, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> you will <laughs> Give it off quick! Rocket, 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 we can't think. We can't think. Sorry, right. Right. Yeah, come, on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Bloody Vincent again! <laughs> Bloody Vincent again! F him. Yeah, go again. Get him off! Yeah, um. Get Vincent off! He's coming. Get, get him, him back off. off! Get him off! Get him off! Get him off! Get him off. off. Rocket, oh. rocket, we can't hear. We can't yeah. hear. Vincent, get Vincent off. Take Vincent off now. Oh my god. We end the yeah, decade on that. That well, story happened. Of course, they were in in the two thousands. Was that t- those clips? Were they? But and it didn't really make mainstream news. The rocket tapes, but in because terms of- because well, I'll tell you why it didn't make, make mainstream news. <laughs> and we should say this for legal reasons. Yeah, there is no proof, and Rodney Ead denies the fact that that was him. He says that's the work of a clever impersonator. <laughs> So, so he actually denied it. So he, de- yeah, so he said it was a clever impersonator. So, so, so for legal reasons, we cannot say for sure that that was Rodney E. Can we say it was Leon Cameron? Which it is. No, it could have been a clever rocket, impersonator. Rocket, rocket, we can't hear, Look, mate. There's a legion of Leon Cameron impersonators out there, <laughs> and that could have been one of them. Because who can't do a oh, rocket eat impersonation? God. Again, quite recent and not a whole lot to do with the Bulldogs, but, but it'll I'm, have to do. Is that the last club? There's that's no it. club that starts no, with Zed, so it. we're There's done. No, no, we're not going for the uh, the Zebras. Well, it's a bit of a sad moment being our last show for 2019. It is. So when we come back in early 2020, it'll be a new decade. Yep. And plenty of ideas and deep dives oh, ready to go. Wait for the deep dives of 2020. I we're thought... actually going to do this. Mm-hmm. It's going to require... Effort, effort, and work, which and work. two things that we've <laughs> obviously today is not testament to that. <laughs> no, I've got a good deep dive mm. as well. People can look forward to episode four, which is going to be the time that Brisbane mm. actually threatened to have a live lion walk around the Gabba. Yes, now I've heard whispers. Yes, that, this was, that a... was very close to happening. <laughs> like it was actual an they, actual thing that could happen. They had put down a deposit for a zoo. That's what. I, that's oh, what. I no way. <laughs> See, this is all no, stuff I've, to look I've forward to. I've made that up, but year. I think it's in that. Oh, I've it's heard the Dubbo Zoo are linked in, but you yep. know, calls are in, calls will go in. Could be a great deep dive oh, with be. Greg Swan. And remember, we, we never ended up chatting to Greg Swan about the time I appeared on their membership campaign. Oh, yeah, that's right. Without your permission. And I need royalties for that. We'll bring that up during the deep, yeah, exactly. dive. A deep dive session. Okay. Um, I thought a good way to end. There's two clips here yeah. that I think sort of sum up the year. Actually, three. Great. So this is now our reflection of the 2010s, or is it the year? Well, it's not, it's not a well-put-together package. I might throw to them. I think, <laughs> I think in terms of this show, I think probably one of the highlights is when we spoke to Tiger Woods on the show. Yep. Do you want to hear that? Hello, is that Tiger? <laughs> Hi, Tiger. It's, it's Michael here at Triple M in Melbourne. I'll, uh, I'll put you through to our into, uh, viewers now. Thanks so much, Tiger, for your time. Really appreciate it. Beautiful. Thanks, Tiger. Into ex- uh, viewers exclusive chat there with Tiger Woods. Now we watched Tiger Woods play on Thursday. Yeah, we did. Got a week ago. Yeah, 
Yeah, we were within a metre of him. We did. We saw him chip in on the fifth at Royal Melbourne. It yep. was a very good day. Very good golfer. Mm. There what was else th- have you got? There was this from The Bachelor earlier in the year. Dog, see you next Tuesday. Yeah, you loved that. I love dogs. Oh, so these just our favourite grabs. Well, they're just the ones I've got here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think sums up our yeah. decade. Here we go. There's a... Uh, because we don't just cover footy, so yeah. got a bit of cricket. Oh, and the dick! Please <laughs> don't. You enjoyed that one, didn't you? There was... <laughs> Who was that? Ben Stokes. Yeah, right. Should I go again? Yeah. Listen to the commentator. I think it was a bumble. Oh, down. Yeah. He's down. <laughs> He's down. He's down. Uh, there was Tony Jones reacting to when AFLX got given the... Oh, AFLX. Oh, well, actually, we'll quickly mm. go back because I think the AFL needs their own... Little... Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Okay, so we've got AFLX. Because Just... they do the weirdest things, the AFL. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like clubs are nothing compared to what the AFL do. Do you want to quickly pause and we'll collate our top three each? Oh, of AFL. AFL, yeah. yeah. Why not? Right. Okay, so we've had a bit of a breather there, MJ. Yeah. Um, I've got my top three and I'm I'm dead set on these three. I can't get over AFLX. No, no. That's number one. All right. We've okay. already spoiled. It's number okay. one. Okay. Because that's, we'll we'll go into AFLX. Okay. It almost requires a deep dive, AFLX. It does. Um, just special mentions. Mm. Um, the roof at Marvel Stadium, I think just being open for... Mm. Day games, yeah. TV people hate it. Crowd hate it. Just players close hate it. it. Mm. It's like three people like it. Yeah. In the in the corporate office mm. of the AFL. Why hang your hat on that? Just yeah. let it. <laughs> weird. Mm, very really weird. weird. Yeah. Um, you had a special mention. I did. Will. Yep. China games. China. I I just saw this before and I thought, mm. do we owe that to Port? But then they keep winning in China, so it's yeah. not the worst so for, thing for, for them. Port. It's good, but maybe the Gold Coast continually going to China. And get yeah, pummeled over and get there. Pummeled over there. Um, but yeah, also the speaking of international games, mm. also went to uh, New Zealand for about three years and then pulled the pin on that. Yeah, that was yeah. International games just I don't think will work. And I, I, why, why do you want to? Who cares? Yeah. We're the biggest sport in Australia. Yeah. Why? When you can get eighty thousand any game here, why go overseas? Do you think the NFL is fussed about American football not being big outside of America? No, they do play London though. So. Oh, we play in China. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like, that's a good thing the AFL have done. <laughs> Very good. Um, also, another one is just, mm. not that many people will be fast, but the uh, conference system in the AFLW is an absolute farce. Oh, I just wanted to yeah, put that out just, there. Yeah. All right, so here's the top three, mm-hmm. and these are undeniable. All right. Okay. Number three is the, again, recency bias, mm. but the behavioral awareness officers oh, of 2019. Yes. Yeah, fair cool. So how did these come out? <laughs> and... And this, you know, they it was it was fingers being pointed in every direction. Yeah, the buck stops with the AFL that... because they own Marvel Stadium. Yes, and this was a direction of Marvel Stadium. And as the owners of Marvel Stadium, the buck ultimately lands right in front of the AFL. Yeah. So from what I understand, these were guys with specific vests on, mm. blue vests. Mm. That's a behavioural awareness, awareness officer. Yeah. And they were they were designated to roam. Mm the stadium inside and out Yeah. after a spate of, uh, you know, scuffles in the crowd and things like that. Mm. It's quite a peaceful sport, AFL, on yeah. the grand stage in terms of how many people go and how tribal it is. Yeah. Like, this isn't, we're not watching darts. This we, is, you, you know, don't need someone in front team. of you telling you not to barrack. 
Exactly. And that, I'm saying it's it's a mm. peaceful sport, all things considered. Mm. And that, that next weekend after news broke of the behavioural awareness offices, yeah. and then the seven coverage of that Saturday night game, yeah. where they spent a lot of time oh. focusing on these uh, men and women security guards walking up and down the stands, oh. and there was a Hawthorne supporter who was in the front row who got kicked out. It just became... It, it, it was, yeah. Just, there was just tension around the whole thing, and George Orwell novel for a while, <laughs> yes, there. and it just all started with a few people wearing vests. BT, oh, and these, oh no, these security people oh, yeah. really look at them eyeing in on me. Real, look at me. But the photo, there was one mm. photo that circulated on Twitter of yeah. someone taking photos, just like, what the hell is a behavioural awareness officer? Yeah. And that's what went nuts. It did. And the front bar had everyone wearing the vests. And mm. they had, I think they had like a behavioral awareness officer in there. And it was mm. just the butt of the joke. But from what I understand, I think Tom Brown told me this, those two guys mm. were meant to be outside people. They weren't meant to be behavioral awareness officers inside the venue. Inside. But they oh. went in to get a coffee. <laughs> oh, is that right? That's why the photo was Oh, taken. so that was like a backstage kind of. So I think oh, it blew up okay. bigger than it actually was. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, very funny mm. story. The yep. AFL looked like idiots. Yep. Um... Number two, it's like, it's almost been done to death, mm. but having Meatloaf perform at the 2011 Grand Final <laughs> is so funny. Meatloaf has to be in the system. It has to be, yeah. People always say, oh, bloody better than Meatloaf, da, 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 and it's just become like AFL canon. Yeah. But I don't think people appreciate just how bad Meatloaf was at that Grand Final. It is. Last note. Oh, he, it's been cut <laughs> off. That's all we've got in there, unfortunately. That's all right. I encourage everyone to go back and listen to that, that last note. Because when you listen to that, that could have been, any, if you gave any bloke in the crowd, yeah, yeah, absolutely, the words and said, get up there. It, not, oh, not even the words. Most people could do better than that, I think. It was, I reckon, more than half of the crowd. Could have outperformed well, Meatloaf Meat on the day. On his own More song. than half. 70%. Could have outdone there, him. There are songs that are worse mm. than that. That was one of the highlights of his that set. Was, that was, that's listed here as the best of Meatloaf yeah. in the 2011 <laughs> Grand Finals. It's actually <laughs> extraordinary. But the AFL have owned that and they always make jokes about Meatloaf now. Yeah, Meatloaf's hit yeah. back. Mm. Very. Well, he, like he's he never hit back, back lately. Yeah. Like in the last few years. He he yeah. was spoken about it in a US interview yeah. about performing at the grand final. He just dug the boots in yeah. big time saying when that when it was sold to him, they were going to get hundreds of motorbikes. Yeah. They could only afford one in the end. They, and... they, he called them cheapskates. Yeah. I think I think the truth was somewhere in the middle. He said he wanted like a hundred motorbikes and he said, There are three. Uh, well, you look back, there's about twenty. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a fleet. There's a, there's a, oh, there we go. Fair enough. And I don't know if but, another look, eighty motorbikes were gonna look, save they're, it. They're Vespers, but you know, meatloaf, stop. <laughs> you could have had every Harley mm. in the continent, and I don't know if <laughs> it was going to save Meatloaf's performance. performance. At least it could have drowned him out a bit. Yeah, if you had a few of them <laughs> revving. No, number one, it's just questionably AFLX. It's the it's the silliest thing that the AFL can ever do. And and the fact, period. And, but it was silly at the time, and everyone knew that. Yeah. But the fact that it was so silly, and it's now just been disbanded straight away. That's the thing. At the time, it was like, look, guys, this is silly, but it's yeah. here to stay. And you the know? fact, like, I watched it for a f- as much as I could. I which watched pro- every minute of it. Because you, you, you were begambling on it, and you found yeah. a weird angle, because you're 
I even watched the mm. All Stars one. I quite yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> well, did you? Yeah. All Stars AFLX is a new low in football. By <laughs> I the thought way. it was quite a good because oh, those blokes sure you did, but those blokes can't run. Mm. I actually thought mm. it was high scoring. Yeah, it was about it. what three hundred to four hundred and fifty or something. Like that. No, that was a draw. Oh, yeah. whatever. And they had another shootout. Um, I've got one grab here that sort of sums up Tony, uh, sums up AFLX, and it's Tony Jones from the Channel Nine News uh, with the news breaking that AFLX was being disbanded. <laughs> And Tony, in some final news out of the AFL this afternoon that I know you will be very upset with, uh, the AFL has announced that AFL-X will be ditched from the pre-season fixture. That's just tragic news. It really is, Alicia, because we certainly did embrace it, didn't we? Anyway, let's move on a little bit now. <laughs> I don't, they got a big run on the hot breakfast. <laughs> He's a good smart-ass, TJ. It um, is. Now, AFL-X, mm. ever since its, its inception, mm. when they had that press conference, that had uh, the acrobats. The jugglers. There was a guy on the shoulders. Mm. There were five things going off. Yeah. Jack Billings and Sean Attlee were the <laughs> wow, representatives. that's a good get. That is a good get. They were, the, they were the representatives on the day. <laughs> wow. Gil wearing his ill-fitting suit yeah. on the surface of Marvel Stadium, Standing which I think mo- most of which was being like watered at <laughs> the time. So they just got a little <laughs> pocket of the ground. Uh, and there was like <laughs> just oh, cir- circus freaks. <laughs> We should have known something was up. Actually, we did. And I just everyone bagged. Everyone it. bagged it. The entire time it was happening, and even like the play, like how clearly the players were briefed on the messaging around it. Yeah, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's we've for the kids. It's for the families. It's for the kids. And we've, yeah. I know we we've done a lot of. We bought off AFLX. AFLX a lot. It's been good for us this year, I think, in terms of content yep. wise. But oh, and then they invested a lot of money in mm. getting the big names. They had Dangerfield, Rewalt, Betts, uh, uh, yeah. Fife. I was always a team rampage man. Yeah, I was a Flyers man, but. It mm. was, and I quite enjoyed that too. I think it had, it had hope, but obviously not. They must have paid so much money for well, that Well, I saw time. Star Wars last night, Will, the new Star Wars, yeah. uh, and there's only so far hope gets you yeah. until the Empire boring. take over. And, <laughs> and that's No matter their intentions, it was all uh, a bit of a laugh. It's unfortunately what mm. happened to AFLX, so there's no more Gatorade game R-I-P. changes. No more AFLX, R.I.P. Super goals. Oh, remember when BT remember and JB goals? were forced to embrace oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a Zuba. <laughs> <laughs> and so now AFLX yeah. is just going to be stuck in the 2010s. A little... Stuck in the... It'll be... We'll reflect back in 30 years around the, t- the like, AFLX I era. Remember AFLX. <laughs> but every... more people remember AFLX in the Richmond Premierships, hopefully. Oh, yeah. But every era's got their own thing. Mm. Like if we were doing a 90s podcast, it would be about... Eminem uh, Blues. Yeah, or Whiskers Hocking. And yeah, be, um, true. And uh, uh, Angry Anderson in the Batmobile. In the Batmobile, yeah. <laughs> All those Olympians laughing at yeah. him. <laughs> weird stif- stuff weird, happens. Weird oh, stuff happens. It's not, an ex- it's not a recent thing. That's what weird makes, stuff is always happening. That's what makes the sport great. Yeah. Remember when we found that article that told about you know the Richmond versus Collingwood rivalries over the years? Oh, yeah, and there was and the there boils. Was the boils on someone's neck. Was that in the 20s? Yeah, yeah. It was just all real yeah. weird. <laughs> less, less funny, that one. <laughs> Someone having boils on their neck. Why? And then we did realize, why don't people get boils anymore? Yeah. We haven't asked for any feedback um, on this podcast. Okay, we'll do oh, if we've missed anything, anyone? Yeah. Um, any weird stories we've missed? We've def- obviously missed a lot. We discussed just then, uh, mm. it, as we were researching for the AFL, that we missed Carlton and the hovercraft. The hovercraft. And uh, do they still use hovercraft? Did they have a new one? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. But it crashed into the Yarra randomly. They had one in the like in the two thousands, I think, and yeah. then they it went. 
People loved it at the time. Yeah. Like it was a massive hit. It's pretty cool. For whatever reason, they got rid of it and then they bought it back for heritage reasons and now yeah. it seems to have gone again. Another, and another one It is, really um, heightens the match day experience for Carlton supporters. Match day experience is a 2010 invention. Mm. Uh, Brian the Lion, the Brisbane blop mascot that the players would run through. And then, oh, okay. And then Brian died. Yeah. There's no more Brian. Got a pin in him. They're back to banners now. So if we have missed anything, get in touch with us, Will and MJ, on our Facebook page. Yes, please. If your message is there, we'll be, um, be able to reply. Uh, and the other question I just wanted to put out there is if anyone's ever had a boil. Yep. Or is that something that only happened I've in the 19th? No, I've had a boil. You've had a boil? Yeah. Where about? On my leg. What's it? Very pussy. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Do we want to anyway, end our last we've... podcast of the year on that note? <laughs> We've been Will and MJ. Thanks. How long is this podcast? About 40? Oh, yeah. It's going to be up there. Yeah. It's going to be right up there. Um, maybe even longer. I thought we could end, Will, on one of the highlights for the year for me. A legit yep. highlight for the year, which is your uh, AFL version of Old Town Road. Oh, great. Um, which is a nice way to end. And <laughs> yeah. it's a lot better than talking about your pussy leg boil. I'm, I'm, I'm musical out. All right. We've been Will and MJ for 2019, and we'll be back in a few weeks. I got a waltz for Quinlan Jack, corns my giggle sack. Ratting pig in black, catching boots, my Christian Jack. Died at Connors Ross, Newman, Chris Moncost. Robins, Lindo, Balak, Buick, Beams, West off Bocorst, Tow. Mountain Jolly Wells, Reed, Nottingham. Drew Brand, Kelly, Sutton. Del Santo, Corey, Rutten. Surrance, Bell, me drumming. Crap round, Lee Brown, Gibbons, Parker, Crocker, Brandon, Goddard, Marnie, Karma, Brandon, Matira, Davies, Potter, Abbott, Lion, Stringle, Randall, Jara, Hardy, Brown, Rodeo, Emma, Tippin, Woody, Shocker, Scott, Ebnes, Robbins, Buse, Rovac, Black Parker, Holly, Brogue, and Lower, Big Stack, Fisher, Wood, Highland, Cracker, Capuano, Coho, Camarena, Hound, Tim, Toronto, Old Town Row there, Will. Thank you, man. Well done. Uh, quick shout out to our wonderful audio producer, Matty Hayward, who's I, helped us out with the show. I think this is his voice here. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Best in the business. Absolute superstar. A quick shout out. Thoughts with you, Matty? Join the ever-growing Will and MJ fan club. I reckon your mum's just going, oh, well done, Michael. <laughs> Follow Will and MJ on Facebook. 105.1 Triple M.